0: Não assistam a esse filme. Vão embora! <risos> Tarde demais.
1: Vocês não acreditaram. Querem mostrar uma coragem que não existe? Pois então fiquem! quem Estou não!
0: Hello and welcome to another Drive-In Double Feature. I'm Ryan. I'm Nathan. And this is the podcast where we talk about two movies every week, every Tuesday and Thursday. But today we are talking about 1964's At Midnight, I'll Take Your Soul, directed by and starring Jose Mojica Marins. And uh, this is our very first uh, Brazilian movie.
1: Yeah, right. That, I, I love, I think this week is a really good week because we got, we got two different movies from uh, different sides of the globe. So I think that's exciting getting into this.
0: Yes, Russia and Brazil have lots of things in common.
1: Oh yeah, very very similar.
0: Yeah, I always go to Russia for Carnival.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Day of the Dead <laughs> in Russia, beautiful time to be there.
0: Absolutely, uh-huh. but but anyway, uh, this movie, what we're talking about, it's actually part of a trilogy uh, of, and it's part of the villain Coffin Joe, which is the unofficial title name of the character, but it is a. Uh, Basically, that this guy is a total bastard. I mean, is that... I mean, that's pretty much the best word to describe him, I would say.
1: You're not wrong. This man's, like, just, like, an asshole. That's, like, the best way to describe him. He's, like, an annoying Reddit atheist that just, like... It's just mean all the time. He just seems like no fun to be around.
0: Which, okay, so... Which, he's not very fun to be around, and basically like throughout the movie he's just killing people and and all and just just terrorizing this town and but he's got friends though and i'm like and so that's the only thing i thought was the weird part of the movie it was like he actually had friends and he actually had a girlfriend in the movie
1: yeah i don't know how (laughs) his girlfriend could stand to be around him right right like because
0: i don't think like it was like a switch just clicked and he automatically became like a bad guy. I mean, I think it was like, he was always kind of like that, wasn't he?
1: I think so. Cause like, uh, b- besides like the actual intro of the movie, which we'll get into how we get introduced to this character is he's going to eat at like the dinner table. Right. And like the, his girlfriend serves him meat and he's like, I don't want meat. I, I, or sorry, the girlfriend doesn't serve him meat. And he's like, "Hey, I I want meat today." And she's like, "It's a holy day. What? Are, you can't eat meat." And he's like, "I'll even eat human meat." And like storms out, like angry at her, like I, how badly he wants meat on a holy day. And you know what this asshole does? He eats the meal in front of like holy people, in front of like priests and stuff. He just is munching on meat, eating it like ha ha. I get to eat meat today. That's our intro. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So I don't think, uh, I, I think, I don't think this was a gradual turn. I think he was always kind of like this, but I think so. despite, but despite all that, he has a very thriving personal life
1: He does. He does. <laughs> I, I, what a, what a dude, he must have a really great person, <laughs> like maybe not a personality, just people look at him and like his like top hat or whatever. And they're like, okay, yeah.
0: Can know that guy. <laughs> I mean, uh, have you ever met a bad guy wearing a top hat? I don't think I, so. I don't
1: think so. No, I've never met a bad guy named Cobbin Coffin Joe either. So no, never, never. Uh, Cause I've never met a coffin Joe. I've never met a coffin. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. I say.
0: <laughs> but uh, no, so I do want to get into the opening of the movie. So I, I really like movies that open like this where it's, it it opens with him uh the main character at first just going like what is death and it's the ending of his existence and life is just uh, existence before death and then there's an old gypsy woman like a witch it's like don't watch this movie and so i shut it off right there and i didn't oh. see the rest of it
1: wow I, great warning don't you love it when a movie <laughs> like warns you before watching like hey don't watch this movie. It's violent. I, You'll go to I wa- hell.
0: I watch it every time, which is why I've never seen the movie Frankenstein, because when they <laughs> open with the guy saying this movie is terrible, uh, scary, I, I shut it off. <laughs> I mean, I, I take everything, I take everybody's word very how, seriously. How many
1: times have you tried to watch Frankenstein?
0: <laughs> just the one time, because he told me one- never to watch it.
1: Oh, okay. I I, I assume that you just like kept turning it on, seeing if you'd say anything different the next time like no it's okay i heeded his words (laughs) okay good good um but no i love it it's like an old horror host she's like a little witch right she's like don't watch the movie she's holding the fake skull it's fun.
0: yeah yeah, it's really funny because she even says like you people in this theater you will walk
1: once you walk out of it
0: they will you will be cursed
1: yeah get into the like the like the meat of it honestly for a 1964 audience what you see in this movie is probably the most violent thing you saw Uh,
0: honestly i mean like even by today's standard i mean i know we've seen some really crazy stuff like for a for a 1960s black and white movie, this movie is crazy. I like, was the so
1: surprised. I, I like the eyes get gouged out. There's like dead bodies and like, and it's graphic. I, I don't know. It, it was especially for the first first horror movie in Brazil, which is what they say. You really start out with a with a banger where like Russia's first horror movie is like close to a children's movie. Yeah, like. Yeah.
0: This makes vive look uh like it's like a family film,
1: so <laughs> exactly uh, I would definitely not show this to kids even today. It's not like, oh, look how quaint this was,
0: which yeah, well, I mean like in the the opening uh credit sequence, it's like really super cheesy, like horror like like mm-hmm. haunted house like Halloween decorations it's like here's an owl, mm-hmm. here's the full moon, here's a skull, and then and then it's just right away they they like one of the most gruesome scenes is when he breaks a bottle and like chops a guy's fingers off.
1: Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, that bar scene. <laughs> I think that's when it really really shocked me cuz like doesn't the bottle just doesn't bloody his hands. It chops one finger off. Like it just goes right through yeah, he,
0: it. Yeah, he goes straight down with the jagged end of the bottle and it mm-hmm. just the guy's like it goes right through the guy's finger like a real like clean cut and uh, <laughs>
1: yeah um and not only that coffin joe uh not once but multiple times he he sexually assaults women throughout the movie it's yeah. like he's just an awful person
0: like he's a and, terrible and, human being
1: and he does it in such a weird way too he ties up a woman and then makes a spider crawl on her it's like what 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 is this guy doing yeah it's so
0: yeah He he tries to get a woman like to uh, he tries to he sexually assaults all these women and it's <laughs> basically him like trying to get like his next spawn to be made and yes, yeah which it's funny because he hates pretty much every living human being except for kids he loves
1: kids yes yeah and t- this guy really wants a kid that's like his like that's his driving point he wants a child to continue his bloodline otherwise there's no point to living
0: because there's one scene where he, uh, he notices like a father, like beating his son <laughs> yeah. and then, and then he, he goes
1: and stops
0: him. He's like, how dare you? Like that is your, that's your next of kin. Like that's, he's continuing your bloodline.
1: Yeah. Out of all the people to scold someone for being a bad person, coffin. Joe does not need to be that one guy. <laughs>
0: Sexual assault, all for it. Child abuse, no way.
1: Uh, uh-uh, uh, not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's so it, it it's so bizarre. Um, I'm trying because like he's. I think that's the one redeem time he's redeeming in this whole movie. I don't think there's ever any like hint of like a good person in this. No, absolutely
0: not. No. Um. Hey. And even then it's just because he's like trying to fulfill his own needs and get like a a new child. Mm -hmm. He murders though, his his girlfriend because she can't bear children. And like you said, he puts a spider on her and the spider bites her and, just She just dies instantly.
1: Yeah, yeah. She, and he ends up going on like this murder rampage almost to find a woman that will be suitable to bear his child. What's funny is every time he commits a murder, the police do find the body. He doesn't really hide the bodies, but he's never implicated in any murder. They just like interview him and they're like, I don't know who could have done this. And he says the same thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know who did this which it's all
0: yeah and all the people that die are people connected to him mm-hmm. it's not it's like his friend dies his his best friend's girlfriend dies his girlfriend dies and it's just like and they're like hey you know yeah you got, you got really bad luck here i was like <laughs> i don't know who could have done this but it's uh, definitely not you
1: uh-huh yeah. and
0: my, but then i one of them does suspect it's him the doctor and that's mm-hmm. where he uh, gouges the doctor's eyes out because he's yeah. got these, he's got these super long fingernails and he just does like the three stooges eye poke, <laughs> which is so weird why you wouldn't suspect this guy. Cause he has a reputation of being like a sadistic person, he, uh, which yeah. he, he goes into a bar and he like, he chops a guy's finger off. He beats one guy within like an inch of his life. And he tries to assault the female barmaid, um, You know, so it's not like he's, like I said, he's got this really bad reputation. And the only thing I was wondering throughout this whole movie is like, okay, this is one guy. It's not like he's got supernatural powers or anything. This is one small man, small bearded man, and these people are just letting him terrorize their town. It's
1: really weird, too. They let him treat everyone like garbage and, like, just, like, beat the crap out of everybody in this bar. But sometime later in the movie, a woman walks in, and he's like, I'll walk you home, ma'am. And everybody's like, yeah. Okay. He's a, he's, he's yeah. Walk her home. And she's even like, okay, walk me home. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. Well in that scene, cause he had just gotten done. Um, t- like one guy, he was trying to give the female barmaid like money and like her uncle or whatever. was like, no, I'm not taking, he- she's not taking your filthy money. So he takes, a crown of thorn off of a Jesus statue and like shoves it in the guy's face and the guy's like face gets like torn apart. Yeah. Doesn't die. Doesn't die from
1: it, but yeah. Yeah, that that was actually one of the more brutal like uh, moments in the movie. I feel like because the crown the 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 crown of thorns is just really sharp and it just goes right into his head. I guess mm. that, that's another thing to really talk about this movie. Um, I guess when it came over to America, it wasn't really banned because of like violence. It was more for sacrilegious re- reasons. This movie is very well. I wouldn't say the movie's anti-religion, but Coffin Joe is an anti-religious character. Very anti, like God. It's 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 something because he 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 has a whole speech multiple times through the movies that religion doesn't exist there is no god kind of deal
0: right Mm -hmm. and i mean like you said there was the scene where he's eating the meat on the holy day and and then there's he has this really long like monologue too where he's just there's like a big storm outside and he's just like shouting in his house like it's like if if you're really up there strike me down like you know there is no god i have no god and
1: yeah and i mean nothing happens right at at least at that point now and i mean that's the one scene i knew before going in the movie because i think we both had seen the james rolfe uh review of this movie and this one stuck out to me this 15 minute maybe maybe a little bit shorter than that but just a giant monologue where he's just screaming hamming it up throwing like scenery around props it's it's something i actually really enjoyed it i thought it was very like well done for a horror movie it it did something completely different than the rest of the movie right
0: i i mean there was hardly any cuts too in that one scene Mm -mm. too it was almost almost completely one shot
1: yeah so this man was giving it his all i guess this is a passion project and you can really tell because i mean the guy who plays coffin joe directed the movie as well and i think like uh his performance really shows he really captures this i mean we're talking about how much we hate this guy how evil he is and that's just because his performance is done so well
0: which is funny because i i mean this was on imdb trivia about it so i don't know how legitimate it is but it said that there was there was originally a different person supposed to play the main star or to Mm -hmm. play the main character, but they, they quit for whatever reason. So the director's like, I'll step in and play the role. And, and he gives a really great performance. And, and I mean, I was, I mean, like i said like he he plays a terrible human being but he's so dynamic and you just you want to see what he's going to do
1: next exactly yeah he he really embodies that role and like it, it's um yeah it, it's definitely a movie in at the end of the day i don't know if it's put together scene to scene well personally it, things kind of happen and then the next scene happens you are not there's not as much of a connection but i didn't mind that really because i liked seeing where this movie went where it was going to go next what was the next kill what was jo- coffin joe gonna do
0: yeah and i would have i would have liked to see a little more interaction between him and some of his like other characters like like i said he's got uh, antonio and antonio is dating this woman and the woman that Antonio's dating, he's like, that's the woman. That's the woman who's going to bear my children. And, mm-hmm. but like I said, he plays this terrible human being. So there's not like at any point where they feel like, oh, well, yeah, he is a good person. You know, he doesn't like even <laughs> pretend to pretend to be like a good person when he's around them. He's just kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to. he he still says all these really sacrilegious things and they just kind of put up with it and I'm like like, why are they friends with him I don't get that
1: yeah I feel like he would be the town outcast in any situation like this like oh that guy's just an asshole don't talk to him kind of deal right Mm
0: -hmm. and uh, he does eventually kill his best friend and he rapes his best friend's girlfriend right after he died and like right after the funeral too so she's like in the middle of mourning her ex-lover. And and then he's just like, okay. It's like, and basically after he rapes her, he's like, okay, you're going to bear my children. And just as a last, the only thing she can do to like defy him is she kills herself. And that's, that was a really horrific scene too. She's just hanging there, her lifeless body. She just hung herself.
1: Yeah. Yeah uh luckily uh for cough and joe things things do at least catch up to him in the end it's not a movie about someone who has like a reign of terror and just like gets away with it he does it, karma comes back at him pretty much
0: right and it's foretold foretold like in the middle of the movie the gypsy woman she appears and she f- predicts like how they're all gonna die she just said because antonio and his girlfriend are like oh yeah we're gonna be married and She's like, no, that's not going to happen. Something terrible is going to happen, and then, and then when he shows up, he's ba- she's like, and you like all your past misdeeds are going to haunt you, and mm-hmm. and that's what it is like. And the reason how it gets the title at midnight, I'll take your soul, it's because the uh, ghost of his ex girlfriend is uh, threatens and says your soul is going to be taken at
1: midnight. Yeah, by Satan. I say Yeah. himself <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and th- in the end of this movie is like a classic like horror like big bombastic kind of weird ending because like it has weird filters over like weird imagery of like ghost women like it's like black and white but has like some weird stuff there's like a guy holding a candle if I remember right and it has like mm-hmm. a weird like cartoon uh, animation style all around him It's it's cool it's really cool stuff
0: yeah, I feel like some of them were like in the negative exposed to, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that sequence a lot. And he actually runs to the tomb of his best friend and and uh, the ex girlfriend, and mm-hmm. he rips open the coffin because he's like, he's like, if I see their dead body, then I know they can't come and kill me. And then. He takes it off and you see like their decomposing body. Like the girl is like covered in magnet maggots and the guy's covered (laughs) in spiders.
1: Yeah. It's actually like really freaky. These dead bodies, the look in their eyes. I don't know. It was, it was kind of freaky to look at.
0: I, it was. And especially the maggots. I'm like, I'm like they really just poured like maggots on this girl woman's face yeah, and, i know uh, yeah
1: oh. uh, same with spy because the spiders are you know this is 64 it's not fake and then like, people have like these giant like spiders crawling on them like ugh, it's gross like, gross that they gotta handle all these animals right but yeah.
0: it's it was a really good ending and he finally does get his comeuppance in the end yep. and i it it was a satisfying conclusion it was finally he finally felt like okay he finally there was some a little bit of justice
1: at least i think if you look up anything from this movie you gotta look up the ending like image of this movie because it's very striking the very final shot it's uh it's cool it's uh the the getting to see what happens to coffin joe it's worth it's worth seeing
0: so, would you recommend this movie, Nathan?
1: I would actually. I would. I would. I actually like this movie more than I thought I would. Um, I don't. I don't know. It, it's just a really cool horror movie. I, I mean, like even from like not even like an historical standpoint. I just think it's kind of a freaky, weirdo like horror movie. Coffin Joe is a really interesting character he's up there with like other like horror icons i think or at least i know in brazil he's huge so i i think it's worth checking out what what about you i i would
0: it's it's really good um if you're a big horror fan i mean i think this is definitely one you should check out um like i said it is a little gory so i mean if that's not your thing but if you love horror i mean i think you should definitely check it out and it's making me want to see the other movies cuz there was another one in 1967 which is a direct sequel and there was like a third movie at one point but it wasn't like an official sequel but then jose and then uh jose mojica marins made a uh, actual third one in 2008 so he's like an, a much older man and so he was making a movies up up in uh, pretty re- up until pretty recently, he died just like two years ago. So. Yeah,
1: not not long ago. Um, so rest in peace. But yeah, and I mean, for sure, I, I'd love to return the coffin, Joe. I think I feel like it, we definitely have to at this point, right? That's going to be on the to do list eventually. Absolutely, and uh
0: I think it's a definitely a worthy a worthy addition to what the movies that we've talked about. And uh, I'm glad we can kind of expand our wor- world worldview and see that there are other movies that are worth talking about out there
1: exactly awesome well uh, yeah i mean i think yeah that about covers it Um, so
0: since that covers everything nathan what will we be talking about next time
1: oh so next time it's the return of roger corman with barbarian queen that one is streaming right on Tubi, and it's actually on youtube as well so absolutely cannot
0: wait everyone loves roger corman
1: Oh, yeah. I've never,
0: never seen one bad Roger Corman.
1: <laughs> he always puts out quality, quality, quality. <laughs> um, if you have any uh, opinions on this episode or if you uh, want to share some thoughts about Barbarian Queen, if you've seen it before, send us an email over at driveindoublefeaturepodcast feature podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and, and we'll see you next time. Until next time.